Hello and welcome back to the Overthinkers podcast. This is our last episode in Isolation Diaries. I'm so excited to record this. I almost kind of feel like the world is getting back to normal, but I'm still scared. I'm still technically in isolation because my all the research that I read at the beginning is not helping me feel hopeful for like the fact that people are gradually easing the lockdown and then the fact that you are easing lockdown and you're not actually easing lockdown and things are still all up in the air. But I think that we've milked isolation for as long as we can be milked for and just just like the last episode for me to do a quick recap on all the things that I got up to during isolation and some of the things that I could get. No, the podcast isn't going away. We're already planning um series three. And for series three of the podcast, we're going to have people come along. So just with me, there's going to be a lot of exciting topics that we're going to be discussing. I'm going to have co-hosts again. So you not just be listening to my annoying voice all the freaking time. So I'm very sure you're excited to have um have other people's opinions apart from mine that I'm apart from my own that I'm loading down your truth. So basically that's that's just that's just kind of it, the vibe of this episode. So what did I get up to doing isolation? What did I learn about myself? Because I think and um yeah then i'll talk to you talk you through some of the books i read so since about i think march or april till now mid july i've read about eight books so i'll just quickly give you a quick rundown of the books that i've read so i made a list so that i won't forget anyone so on the list the first one on the list is um normal people by sally rooney and yeah i actually really enjoyed it quite interesting and, um normal people kind of give ideas to some people that are going to be seeing some of the some of the ideas give give life to some of the ideas for series three um talking about love about relationships about how relationships today and if there's any way we can actually love better and be better when we're in relationships so i credit some of those ideas to kind of like reading normal people and enjoying the book next thing on the on my list is yes no maybe so. yes no maybe so is young adult fiction i like young adult fiction because they're like easy reads for me long day of work and all of those kind of things i just come down and i unwind we don't get all fiction i've been putting in lectures and center with like very heavy and hard topics which i think is kind of fair that they are doing that now because those topics kind of reflect like it reflects actual life issues that people young adults actually find themselves in so it's fine it's just that they've not been my escape so if you have any general comment to me that will be my escape general or my escape kind of authors or books that are just feel good books that just get your mind off of all the crap or all the madness that can be going on in the world please feel free to message me on instagram or twitter and just drop a message and say oh or i recommend this or this is what i think you should be reading so yes no maybe so kind of delves into like the american terrain it talks So yes, no, maybe so is um, kind of delves a little bit into like political terrain in America and how elections are run for like not something as big as like a presidential election or um, elections in like really smaller constituencies and how those kind of elections still have power on how the lives of people are going to uh, still have power to affect the lives of people. So basically, premise is a Jewish boy and a Muslim girl and it kind of walks you through like how oblivious some people are about other people's religions and how it's just like a call to do better and to actually just be aware of like what your environment is and what your surrounding is. I wrote a review of 
or um yes no maybe so it's up on the instagram on my instagram page if you want to check it out and yeah it basically had me thinking one important thing is i even knew how the electoral process actually works back home in nigeria and as i know i knew that kind of sparked my interest a little bit i won't say i'm not delved into like studying it yet but it's definitely on one of my it's one of the things on my research list i have a list yes i'm outing myself i'm such a nerd i have a list of things that i want to research on topics and areas that i feel like i want to learn more about and know more about so nigerian political system how it works and all of those kind of things is kind of on the list and you would i'll definitely get to it because i stick to my research list like like a thing because research kind of it comes my mind i know that that's weird like sitting down and finding articles finding journal journal review papers peer review um, articles to read on a particular topic just makes me very happy and it helps me it's kind of like cope with the world so i definitely get around to reading about nigerian politics and i'm actually enjoy, excited to learn about how it was set up and what it is that i can do to kind of contribute and make a difference to like it as a whole so the next thing on my list is frankly in love i won't really talk too much about this because i've spoken about earlier episodes of Inspiration diaries but i thoroughly enjoy the book the book is all over the place like i mentioned before has so many things and so many things that are running through which doesn't appeal to the literally side literary side of me when i take a step back from that there's something about it that is so, it's such a true reflection of how life is your life never just has one thing your life has multiple things and i think that the author um author did a really good job in portraying something that's very close and true to life with franklin love the next thing on my list is oh i read high rather i'm still reading high output management but i put it there because i'm practically almost done with the book so high output management was a rude awakening for me on like management and mid-level management and like stuff and like work and like processes and procedures and like organization basically and how you can put you can organize the chaos and not dwell in chaos and how organizing the chaos actually gets you to that desired output that you are trying to push and arrive at and why I didn't, I didn't rush through high output management. I'm reading it gradually because it's such, it's so much information that you have to take it all at once. And for me, I'm like, okay, how does this apply? Is there any extra article or extra reading I should be doing after reading this particular chapter? Is there anything more that I should add to kind of like give me a holistic view of what Andy Grover was presenting in that particular chapter? And that's been really good for me, like my role at work and kind of things that I that I do for work because. It kind of gets you thinking in a more systematic approach. You don't just get a task and dive right in. You get a task and you sit down. I kind of like analyze what exactly needs to get done. I kind of organize it in that manner. And it helps you to look at like the chaos that is your life in a different way. Because even far beyond like applying those things to work, even though that's what high output management is directly written for, to talk about mid-level management at work. Some of the things that he has discussed the things that i've started implementing in like my day-to-day life like structure and like organization that has actually helped me make the most out of my days and out of things that i'm involved in so i think it's a really strong recommendation for me for anybody that is in that works or anybody that has like a career is attempting to build a business or has a team that they are managing or one day wants to have a dream to manage a team is like a building foundational base to kind of like learn and hone into what that field has to offer and things like that so strong recommendation the next thing on my list is all the places i've cried in public i read a long review about this book and i'm not going to talk too much about this book but i think it's a really good read it was a really good read too and it kind of addresses 
book addresses a lot of issues and things like that that society isn't ready to talk about at large or isn't even ready to acknowledge is happening when it happened to you or when is it been happening around you it talks about like abuse it talks about like um, abuse emotional abuse in relationships it talks about like sexual abuse it talks about how you kind of like find a way to navigate it and it doesn't end in like a tightening deep it doesn't end with like ribbing everything is resolved because everything is never resolved in real life but it gives you tools for resolution which i think is really good so yeah that's all the places i've cried in public the next one is mythical mythical is a collection of short stories on how people meet and how the people meet and kind of like start a relationship or the beginning like the first aha moment that brings an apple and the pear together and kind of like starts the apple and the pears i usually usually don't like short stories because many times it just gives you for me i always feel like i got a chance to walk and come and i'm i'm such a sucker for like so what happened where did it go to and things like that and there were some stories in midfield that left me feeling like that and there were some stories in midfield that were resolved to the point where i'm like okay that's fine i don't want i don't want a full length book i'm okay with this like if this is all they ever had then that is okay with me and it was such it's such it's so interesting and it has some of my favorite young adult young adult authors that collaborated together to bring out this book so it's good enjoyed it but like i said i'm biased towards like general short stories and things like that i would just always rather read a full-length novel than read like a collection of short stories then the next one is essays in love i've spoken a lot about essays in love i really love essays in love my friends are always laughing at me because of the almost realistic approach that i have to love that is also presented essays in love as opposed to having more of an emotional reaction to it does that even make any sense but yeah this is in love i've spoken about it in an earlier episode so i don't really talk too much about it then the last book is field notes on love field notes of love out of all the books that i've explained was my easiest to read and it was just like a simple story that i knew what was going to happen at the end that made me smile and yeah narrative was kind of weak it could have been better i feel like the author is still kind of finding their own in how they write and how they express their selves but the story overall was a really good it's a really good story overall so yeah rundown of all the books that i've read so i said i'll talk about things that i've learned about myself one um yeah so at the beginning of isolation i kind of struggled a lot i really wanted to just go to the library because i developed a routine that was working for me before everything shut down which was I woke up in the morning, I went to the library, I spent all my day in the library, and then, then I came back. Not really a library, it was like a secluded reading room, choir room, and I really liked that because it was helping me get ahead of like schoolwork, office work, and everything that I had to do at the same time. So it was a good awakening when I had to come back to stay in my room. And then my room is just just my room. Yeah, so I live in a shared apartment whereby I share the kitchen with a bunch of people and we don't have we don't even have a sitting area we just have the kitchen and everybody has their rooms so um i quickly started getting tired of looking at the same walls and looking at everything all over again but now as isolation progressed i got to a point whereby i was <laughs> at first i used to go on walks like every single day like government when i'm at the work i didn't used to miss it i like see the jailbreaking i need to get up but right now it's so hard to get it because i've kind of developed like a system around staying here so i felt i i think one of the things i really learned about myself is adaptability and how if i don't focus too much on what is changing i'm focused on what what can be good out of the change then that'll be then that's then 
that would be like better for me because i think many of us are adverse to change we don't like it we don't embrace it it's not something that we are like open to but realizing that if you can kind of be open to what change can bring you that like goodness that can come from that change then it's easier for you to navigate said change so i think that's one one major lesson that i kind of have learned like so eventually i realized like, if i wake up in the morning and i have like some semblance of a routine so it evolves so i get up by 6 30 every day i blame it on boarding school because that was the time that that's around we used to get up around like 5 um 5 um 6 6 30 that's when our that's when we wake up in boarding school and i've always woken up at 6 30. i may not stand up from my bed and start my day i'll open my eyes it will definitely be 6 6 30 every single day so now what i quickly realized is that speaking about the goodness that can come from change and finding a routine that kind of works was um i wake up in the morning and i dress up i know it's so ridiculous i literally sit in my room all day in a pair of jeans and, and a blouse and walk up and down and some days i would actually go all out and wear jewelry and just sit at my desk and have all my work meetings and do all my school work and all of those kind of things but i realized that the motions of standing up getting dressed um kind of woke me up and i didn't feel as um, i didn't feel as sleepy or as laid back as i would have if i had done this thing so on days when i knew for sure that i wanted to just laze around and not achieve a lot that day i just stayed in my nighty i'll just stay in my nighty and probably end up spending the whole day in bed so i learned how to be gentle with myself because everything can be a lot both emotionally mentally with like all the information that was going on around and all the things that just kept happening it, was just, it almost felt like the world was under attack with one thing happening after another thing after another thing and there were just times where i just needed to be gentle with myself but i just need to take a step back take a breath and stay in bed for that day and it's fine so i learned that it's okay to rest because my mind was never okay with rest it's always feel i always felt like oh, i need to keep going there's always something I think that solution really told me that if you need a day off, take it. And the sooner you take it, the better you'll be able to bring it the next day. So that kind of like helps me like a whole lot in learning too. And um three, I feel like I'm extremely introverted, but I think that every single person also meets people, which is I told me that before I finish it. I'm like, nah, that's crap. I feel like everybody needs like some form of human human interaction or something. I don't believe that we're built to be like so super 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 alone that we give a suggestion like two months in there about people are making this meme joke that extroverts how are you i'm very sure introverts are thriving i think if you ask us i will all be genuine about it there were points in time whereby people that were solely isolated by themselves needed human connection on some level not even human connection over the phone a human connection as well or maybe you take a walk with a friend or you sit down and just have a mindless conversation with a friend but i feel like human interactions recharge us in a way but rather that's what i'm learning now because if you had told me this in my time because i actually <laughs> i tell people when i go out with people i'm always like i have a people meter and after a while after interacting with so many people like i'm basically drained and i need to sit down and recharge if i can keep interacting so i always tell people that so i there are times about i deliberately avoid going to gatherings or going to places where there are going to be a lot of people and this is me now think, saying that going to see people and going to talk to people every now and again is actually important. It doesn't take away from the fact that you are introverted or extroverted or somewhere. It just means that we all can live on a, on a really high level without each other. So those are the three th- key things, key takeaways for me from like this period. Embrace the greatness that will come with the change. 
like think forward this thing is changing is it bad yeah it may feel bad at the beginning but there will, there will be a lot of good that can come if you focus on what goodness to change can bring so be gentle with yourself i cannot overemphasize that which is something that i've never learned but it's very important and three we all need each other like with physical connections physical interactions and things like that so don't take the relationships with people in your life for granted they are very very important Poop, poop. i remember my birthday like a week ago and yeah shout out to all my friends for making it like really special and um really special and one for the books like i can't remember if i've ever received as many presents as i did this particular birthday i don't think i have like everybody showed up and showed up very very well so i'm not going to mention anybody's names but if you're listening to this you know yourselves and i'm very 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 grateful like i've never received this many presents the only people that by default every year always made sure that i had something where my parents and my uncles and maybe one or two of my friends but this year everybody like kind of like showed up and it was um it was their or their episodes their podcast that are never going to be the airwaves but i recorded an episode i recorded a podcast just before i think just before my birthday like a few days before my birthday when i was talking about how i was looking forward to my birthday because i was going to be by myself and i was going to be my family and yada 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 and i was just in my feelings basically and then i listened over and there was a point in that podcast where i was about to start and i was like nah i'm not exposing the world to my tears so it's never getting released but i'm going to keep it look back listen back and laugh at if a house so much things can change in a couple of hours because i feel I believe that after I recorded that podcast, then my presence started pouring in. There's a particular time for like three consecutive days leading up to my birthday. I just had like packages and things delivered to my apartment that I wasn't expecting. And there were things that I probably mentioned in person that I wanted and things like that. So I'm really grateful for all my friends. I'm grateful for all my family members for making like my birthday, even though everyone is like aware in their different places of existence that I would always remember and forgive me things that I needed and things that I even bluntly rejected but they were good like train me a surprise room party like I I categorically said I did not want one but I'm happy that he didn't listen to me that's been that happened and then I lost a family member and navigating that hasn't been the easiest because grief doesn't hit like grief doesn't choose when to hit it's whenever it, whenever it feels like so you can be fine like like today i'm having a today i'm having a hard time um like i think i've, I've cried once today because of the person and then yesterday i was good and i'm probably going to be good tomorrow so it kind of like it's like this undulating um undulating thing that kind of like just hits you and then you don't realize that oh someone is missing in my world or like on this side of on this side of eternity someone is missing in my world I don't get to see the person until I probably die and nobody really exactly knows what's going to happen when we die and things like that. So um yeah, so that 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 has been like um like I said, like it's always a learning curve and it doesn't it doesn't like give you a warning sign when it's going to happen, it doesn't give you a warning sign when it's going to hit and it has been new and interesting navigating that and kind of adding that to already existing things, grief, like loss of people that I was yeah so um yeah i think that's about it okay yes 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 yeah so um i'm facing um a season whereby i have like a 
bunch of decisions to make and I need to like start deciding things that have like a lasting effect on my future and they're not like easy things to do so if anybody has like any tips yeah don't tell me about pros and cons lists so, like I made them and I made a lot of lists about like all the like varying options that have presented, my, presented themselves to me I've prayed and things like that but really how do you make hard decisions how do you um get to a point whereby what you committed to doing is what you are 100% sure that you should be doing maybe not a hundred maybe like an 80% 70% like yeah I am going to go it and do this because I'm kind of like reeling in my mind as this, this and everything feels like right and right but maybe not good for me at this particular time if that even makes any sense i need to find what is good for me to do as a next step and whatever whatever whatnot so yeah like i said at the beginning but yes we started the book club i'm so excited we're reading our first book this month and we'll be having our first discussion at the end of the month and we're reading crazy relations i actually really like the book so far like i said i i don't think i've come across a book that i read that i feel like i really just feel like we're right out to sit down and pour out there and and give a service of love for me to read then i need to find something good in it i guess that's how i approach books but anyways i really like how kevin kwan is writing right kevin kwan's writing reminds me of like this narrator in like jane the virgin i know right reminds me of the narrator in jane the virgin whereby things are just like it's sarcastic it's funny and you get to meet the people and yeah all of that i won't give away too much so join the join the book club if you're interested in reading like a lot of books and look out for the flyer that will announce it for our discussion it's going to be posted on instagram in like the coming week or so and yeah i'll be so excited to have as many people join the discussion as possible as many people read the book with me and read the book with all of us in the book club as possible so those are the things that i've been up to things that i'm kind of looking forward to doing and whatnot this summer and this year was supposed to be my year of travel at even put aside like all the money to kind of like travel because i've made up my mind since last year that this was going to be the travel but covid has happened so i'm walking through new plans on places that we can see things that we can do kind of in and around our vicinity that does not necessarily require air travel and whatnot so if you have any recommendations of places like within the uk or places in london that are nice and touristic and not really touristy but beautiful places that i can add up to my excel spreadsheets please make recommendations and i would you see take pictures and give you credits for pointing me in the direction of something awesome yeah and so till next time stay blessed stay you and stay safe bye